get ready to hear some noise tonight. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. I know that we're all people just sitting here uh, looking at um, Nick eat a banana uh, <laughs> right now. I can't even focus. That anymore. looks like he's a tasty just, banana. He's the Burger King here in Troy has been uh, advertising for managers for a while, so we'll go through there next week. Eric Brewer was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> the Blues had made the playoffs 25 straight seasons before Eric Brewer arrived. After Brewer donned the note, the Blues missed the playoffs every season that Brewer was a Blue, except for one. No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 15 of Let's Go Blues Radio. We are live on Wednesday, February 8th, 2017. This is franchise episode number 96 all time uh if you are a new listener let's go blues radio is a weekly program that talks st louis blues hockey we do welcome listeners to call in and chat with us live on the air as well as tweet us questions or comments just send those tweets to at lgb radio and we'll read them on the show and to chat with us live you can go to let's go blues.com radio and click on the join us graphic right now actually uh my name is kurt price and joining me this evening is uh my co-host Bill Day. Bill, how are you, sir? Uh, <clears throat> fighting some of this crap that's going around St. Louis, um, but uh, otherwise, I'm I'm okay. Um, I'm happy about the Blues play right now, so looking forward to do a a a decent show tonight. <laughs> we shoot for decent. <laughs> that's the that's we the for de- that's the bar we're shooting for is decent. <clears throat> um. So this is all anybody can really ask of us, right? I mean, we're doing this out of the love of our hearts. Right. I mean, we're you're sick and Ponder is not here yet. So, I mean, the best we can shoot for is is decent. Uh, Jeff Ponder may be joining us shortly. Um, he had some things to take care of this evening. So he said he hoped to uh, be with us soon. So we'll see if that materializes. Uh, the official beer of the episode is left solely to me tonight, since Bill is under the weather and not not mixing yeah, my, drinks. My my official beer of the show tonight is Dayquil. <laughs> it's it's nighttime though. It should be Nightquil. Uh, if I take Nightquil now, I'll be asleep before the show's over. I usually I usually take a nap halfway through the show anyway, so give you there'd be a bunch of dead air if we fell asleep at the same time. Um. But, uh, okay, so uh, my beer this evening for episode 96 is uh, the Barrel-Aged Imperial Stout from the Ibex Cellar, uh, which is put out by Schlafly in St. Louis. So it is quite good. And I can read the label to you. Schlafly Imperial Stout is brewed with big malt flavors and roasted barley to roasted barley to impart notes of dark chocolate. Aging this beer in bourbon barrels gives the spicy vanilla character and, and warm pleasant finish um it will continue it was, to age well yeah. in a cool place but yeah it's 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 really really good 
Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. I think it was uh, my beer two or three weeks ago, um, mm-hmm. and I still have uh, still have a couple downstairs. So, looking forward to those. Yeah, this this particular bottle is only eleven point two ounces. <clears throat> so uh, that that's not going to last too long, even though it's an imperial stout. It's a sipping beer, but uh, so I have a second to <laughs> to crack into later. Oh man. Um, so like we said earlier, if you want to join us live on the air and chat some hockey with us, uh, you can do so at let's go blues.com slash radio. That link is live, uh, as we speak. Um, today in blues history, courtesy of the at STL blues history, Twitter account, uh, February 8th, 2008, the, (laughs) as Bill mentioned before the show, a day that will live in infamy. (laughs) <laughs> the St. Louis Blues named Eric Brewer captain, marking him uh, the 19th player to wear the C for the Blues. The I, I like the the comment in the article uh, clipped from uh, that STL Blues history uh, so uh, nicely provided on Twitter. Uh, here's the article. Maybe now team president John Davidson suggested Blues fans finally can say goodbye to Chris Pronger and embrace Eric Brewer, the team's newly named captain. That first paragraph just pisses me off to no end. <laughs> just that, that one <laughs> sentence. Just, you can finally say goodbye to Chris Pronger. No, we're still not saying goodbye to Chris Pronger. I think a lot of fans are hanging on to what ifs and if we kept him around. Yeah, if uh, Ponder was here, he could uh, he could wax poetic on that subject uh, for uh, for quite some time. Um, yeah, uh, you know, God bless JD. He uh, he was the king of spin, but I, I think that one fell flat. Yeah, I, I remember being not as pissed off about. I mean, I remember I was very ticked off about moving Pronger. I, I loved Pronger uh, on the Blues, um, but he. I remember, you know, there wasn't a whole. I, I didn't know a ton about Brewer at the time, and so doing some research on him. Oh, okay, Team Canada, you know, uh, had some success. Uh, you know, uh, I think he played an All Star game, maybe. But anyway, you know, widely thought of as a as a solid high defenseman. draft pick. Yeah, and yeah, he gets here and he's none of that. He's just a, a strong locker room presence. Yeah, <clears throat> so they say they can. They said that. I mean, Blues fans gave him a hard time when he was here, uh, rightfully so. He wasn't. He wasn't very good. But uh, the, the the thing from the from the other players and from the, the I guess the media and and uh, maybe even the coaching staff was uh, a strong locker room presence. Okay. If it doesn't translate to wins on the ice, what good is it? Yeah, um, strong locker room presence. Um, I don't know. I, it's. I I think the stories we always heard uh, was the strong presence was that he kept it light. He was he was. He nah. was a he was a Mark Bergevin type guy. Yeah. Uh, not somebody that could yeah, jump on somebody's case. Let's hope you're 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 breaking up a little bit. So let's hope that fixes itself. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, so the uh, first item on the agenda we can talk about is the Bobby Plager retirement night. Um, first off, fantastic ceremony. I thought. I mean, it was just really nice. Um, I had the pleasure of going to the Brett Hall ceremony, uh, retirement ceremony. It was, was very nice, but, um, and you know, I, unlike, 
I went to the uh, Al McKinnis one, which was really, really well done too. Gotcha. Uh, unlike the 50th anniversary ceremony to kick off the season, which was atrocious, that the Blues just the Blues did it right this time. The lots of great things said about Plager by former teammates, and uh, also uh, a lot of nice words said by Plager himself about other 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 uh, players. Yeah. So, uh, but that that was fantastic. It was, it was usually with that stuff. You kind of like, okay, you're you're talking. Let's get on with it. But uh, I couldn't get enough of the the the, the stories and the, and the and the words being said between players and, and when and play goes up there too. It was uh it was uh, it was just it was cool. Um, right. And we, I mean, we talked about a last show that he is he's the fabric of of, of St. Louis Blues. You know, he is he's the very essence of what it is to be a blue. And so, yeah, those stories were, stories were great. And the, uh, you know, the banner part, well, man, gave me chills. I know. I know. Right. Um, when Plager's number was over halfway, uh, maybe three quarters of the way up, it, uh, it stopped and they, there were Barkley Plager's banner. He was retired number three down to come down to uh, Bobby's number five and go even. And they went up the rest of the way together. Number eight though. I number, sorry, number eight. Yeah. Three is gas off. <clears throat> three, three looks like an eight if you look at it real quick. Look away. Um, if you do, if you do, if you, if you happen to do that by mistake. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and my my uh, holy hell, that was an emotional uh, moment. I was in, I'm in my kitchen. I'm in my kitchen watching the ceremony, and uh, my kids are eating at the table, and uh, and I'm getting choked up just watching it. I'm like, what the hell, you know? And uh, my daughter asked me why one of the banners was coming down. And I had to pause and collect myself for a second because if I tried to answer right away, I was going to start crying in front of her. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. Um, so uh, yeah, I was. Uh, it was. It was really cool. Um, Plager, you know, uh, you had some tears, and a lot of people did. So uh, hats off to the Blues for putting together the the best number of retirement ceremony I've seen personally. Yeah, absolutely. It was. They they absolutely got this one 100 percent right. On to some down news, uh, the loss of Robbie Fabry. Uh, the injury happened in the loss to Pittsburgh in St. Louis during a check on the boards by Penguin forward Carter Rowney. Yeah, Fabry suffered a torn ACL and will miss the remainder of the regular season. Huge loss for the Blues. Uh, they're not really saying if they expect him back for the playoffs. Have you heard that, Bill, or not? I haven't. I mean, they're saying remainder of the regular season, but that maybe leaves it open for playoffs, maybe second round. I don't know. Depends on how bad it is. Huge loss for the Blues. And I don't think you're there, Bill. Did I lose you? I think I lost you. You're frozen. You're gone. Oh, there you are. Oh, there you are. Where'd you go? I was here. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't hear you. You were frozen. So you? Okay, well, really? Okay, well, we'll find out later who who was off the air. Yeah, well, I was saying this part's going to be edited out and, you know, pledge my allegiance to Trump and all kinds of shit that because I knew it was getting cut out. See, so you're bringing up, you're nah. bring, you mentioned, you mentioned for two seconds, you mentioned uh, politics and we're going to get the, the, the crazy St. Louis electric guy to that posted on our YouTube page two horrible, hateful comments about, I think we joked about politics for like 10 seconds uh, last show and man he went off on, on two posts it was crazy um, mm, well I guess we're easy targets it was a two hour show it was a two hour show and for 10 seconds we joked about uh, politics and uh, literally 10 seconds and he went off so mm. that was kind of funny 
Uh, we, we, we appreciate you listening, Mr. St. Louis Electric on YouTube. That's the check at the time didn't seem like much of anything, to be honest. There you go. There's Bill. But uh, he was, he screamed in pain and he had a lot of, uh, I think uh, to think that the call-ups are going to replace Fabry is, is pretty uh, naive, but um, they did play very well in the two games since Fabry's uh, absence. So that's, that's, that is a silver lining to the whole injury. But so uh, the two games since the injury, uh, Hutton and Allen with back-to-back shutouts in Philadelphia and Ottawa on back-to-back nights. So uh, Philadelphia was uh, uh, Hutton versus uh, Neuwirth and Net. And, um, you know, coming to this game, the Flyers were 4-1-1 and in the last six, allowing only uh, 10 goals over that span, but were shut out in their previous home game. So uh, this this was a I didn't get to watch this game actually I was more uh, uh, I was away from the uh, uh, television and I had to and then I went on the uh, the technology podcast and uh, we briefly talked about the game uh, so I, I I went back and watched the highlights but I didn't get to watch it live but uh, Sasney scored late in the second period to uh, break a zero zero tie with a nice skate redirect uh, nice little nifty play by Stasny to uh, put the Blues up one nothing. Yeah, that, uh, you know, I had a feeling from the get-go that what the, uh, you know, that it was a lengthy review, um, you know, before they actually went to the official review, and I had a feeling that it was going to be the the offside play. I think it was uh, Gunnarsson, um, and barely just kept the puck in at the, at the point. The uh, the redirect with the skate, you know, it's a legal play now. It wasn't, you know, something that it was a distinct kicking motion at, at a loose puck in front of the net. Um, beautiful goal. Um, you know, great, uh, great stick-to-itiveness by the Blues. Holding, you know, how many times do the Blues get burned with a puck that doesn't get out of the zone? And uh, we have we got a nice goal out of that. You know what, what bothers me about the whole, the skates going in off of, uh, the, the pucks going in off of the skate? Is that it seems like you know on a nice play like what Stasny had, it wasn't even close to a, a kicking motion, but it was just a it was a turn of the skate. It's almost it almost seems like the that uh, nobody knows exactly for some reason what a distinct kicking motion is. Like fans and and commentators almost, um, even though the the uh, the uh, Philadelphia uh, guys uh, they recognize it right away. Um, even though Keith Jones called the goal a fluky goal. Which was kind of funny, uh, but uh, it was it was because well, you know fans will say, "Oh my gosh, was it a, a distinct kicking motion?" I don't know. We, we look, we'll look at it again. Does his knee move? Like, no, we, we didn't. It didn't come close to kicking it. It's almost like if it goes off, if if a player turns a skate, not not distinct kicking. Yeah, you see, there's this there's this thing called a knee on the leg, and and the bottom half and the the, the leg below the knee has to kind of pivot and swing on that knee thing. Bef- and to, to make it a distinct kicking motion. And so if that doesn't happen, it's not a kicking motion, like kicking a soccer ball, people. So it's just kind of interesting that, oh my God, I don't, I don't, was it? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. No, it's not interesting. It wasn't even close. That's why they didn't review it for the kicking motion. They reviewed it for the offside. For the hockey, get a physiology lesson. Every, every time, every time it happens, every time. I'm like, come on, yeah. it wasn't even close. Uh, due to Fabry's uh, injury, uh, Agostino and Pierre were called up. It was a uh, uh, it was Agostino's Blues debut, and uh, to put the Blues up two to nothing, he scored on a breakaway after a nice little pass from Perron to Spring Agostino behind the Philly defense uh, at center, which is actually just poor defending by Philadelphia. Um, 
Agostino went off for glove to put the Blues up 2-0, which was the final score. So, uh, interestingly enough, the Blues route shot 11-1 to in the first period. So, Hutton kind of uh, uh, saved the day for the Blues in the first period. Uh, played very well. And uh, he stopped all 30 Flyers shots. And if not for Hutton, you know, the Blues lose this game probably in the first period. Blues won 2-0 and notched their ninth road win of the season in Philly. Uh, the second game, which was last night uh, in Ottawa, Allen got the call in net for the Blues uh, versus uh, Hammond for Ottawa. And this one, I mean, it was semi-close uh, going into the third period, 2 nothing. But the Blues won this one 6 to nothing, uh, in a laugher after the four goals in the third. And I was talking to a guy at work who comes by my office before the, during the day uh, before it was announced who was starting in the morning. And he goes, uh, so would you go with uh, Allen tonight? I said, God, no. <laughs> I wouldn't go with Allen tonight. Um, Hutton's coming off a shutout. Yeah, it's back-to-back nights, but he doesn't play a ton, so he's, he's fine. Um, and, uh, you know, because Allen, you know, is up and down, hit or miss. So, uh, yeah, shows what I know about uh, the decision for that night. You know, I, to be honest, Allen wasn't tested as much as Hutton the night before, but uh, he was very solid in uh, getting the shutout. Allen looked uh, – this is the first game in a while. I mean, he's played pretty well since Yo took over, you know, whatever the, the deal is there. But um, uh, he – in the loss to Pittsburgh, you know, I thought he, I thought he played fine. I, I, don't, I wouldn't fault him on any of the goals. They were, you know, Crosby show that night. But uh, uh, he was solid in uh, getting the shutout. Uh, looked positionally sound. Looked to be tracking the puck very well. His uh, his concentration seems spot on. Something that he has struggled with this year, uh, uh, primarily. And uh, this marks probably the third or fourth straight good start for Allen. And after a scoreless first, the Blues scored uh, two in the second period. Uh, Magnus Piarve surprised the hell out of me when uh, uh, after being called up uh, with Agostino when February went down. Uh, he showed a flash of brilliance in the <laughs> for the Blues' first goal, using his speed to beat the the defender wide, and then uh, showed some extremely quick and soft hands with a nifty top shelf uh, shot in tight. It was uh, it was obvious Hammond thought Perver was going to cut across the in front, and uh, he cheated and Perver roofed it uh, near side, which uh, Hammond had vacated early. But uh, it's funny to see uh, social media explode uh, for the um, after the Perver goal about how um, it was all hitch. It was all hitch. Yeah, it was all hitch. You know, as soon as hitch leaves, Piarve gets a start and he's, uh, he's scoring goals. So uh, I, I really doubt that continues, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. So for the Blues' second goal of the second period, uh, Stasny set up Tarasenko. Uh, Twitter kind of exploded a bit um, when that happened yeah. because uh, – uh, Blues fans have been dying to see Stasny play with Tarasenko, and it was a it was a nice setup by Stasny, uh, stopping on a dime, putting a pass through defender's legs to a wide open Tarasenko uh, backdoor, who pretty much had a wide open net to look at. Even though Neuvirth uh, uh, almost got over and, uh, or no, I'm sorry, uh, Hammond got over and uh, almost almost got it. Um, yeah, us on this show, we've we've been kind of wanting Ter- uh, Stasny to be on Tarasenko's line with some consistency. Um, not the occasional shift that he may have gotten in the past. Yeah, Twitter, the Twitter universe exploded with that play. So that was kind of funny. Um, uh, Steen, Tarasenko all scored in the third period to kind of put the game well out of reach uh, for the Senators. And that's when Barbashev 
scored his first career NHL goal after the uh, Senators defenseman Eric Carlson inexplicably slid the puck to no one in front of his own net uh, from behind his net. And uh, Barbashev was there to uh, uh, zip it stick side by Hammond, who never really even knew where the puck was. Uh, he was kind of lost in the play. He expected the puck to come out the other side behind the goal, uh, which probably should have. But Carlson, I don't know what he was thinking. It was an awful, awful play, which uh, Carlson should not. Okay. Carlson is not a good defender. You know, and and not to end if, if uh, Bill were here and Ponder were here, we could talk about how much he didn't deserve the Norris Trophy when he won it um, because he the first time he won it, he didn't even kill penalties. How can a defenseman who doesn't, who doesn't kill penalties win a Norris Trophy? That boggles my mind. I don't care how good you are offensively. Play offense. If you can't defend in your own zone, you should not win the award for best defenseman in the NHL. Sorry. Off soapbox. So uh, the only real question in the third period was if Allen would get the shutout And uh, at this point. So, and Phaneuf had a breakaway, uh, a partial break uh, on right wing and came in on Allen pretty much uncontested, uh, but Allen squeezed his blocker arm down and kept the puck out of the net to preserve the shutout, despite John Kelly's best efforts to jinx Allen by committing a hockey faux pas by actually talking about the shutout with about throughout three or four minutes remaining in the game. You don't say shutout. This is like common knowledge of, uh, in, the, in the hockey world. I, I can't believe he said it on the air, but he was, like, he was uh, talking about uh, Allen getting the shutout with a few minutes to go in the game. That's a no-no. Hey, you're back. I am back, but I'm on my phone. Okay, uh, the computer is just not doing it tonight. So, well, you sound much better. All right. Well, uh, I just finished up talking about shutout. Did you catch that uh, John Kelly mentioned on the air about Allen's shutout with like three minutes to go in the game? Yeah, he he does that every time. <laughs> um, every time. Um. So yeah, Ponder just texted us that uh, his phone's dead and he's at the in-laws. So. Um, won't be joining us, I guess. He said he tried to jump on if he's home in time. We'll see. Yeah, but you know, since it's been a primarily a one-man show, we're burning through the topics. Hey, we are. You know, it's like it's very efficient. <laughs> there's no, there's no discussion. It's, it's just the, uh, me and my comments. Yeah, uh, Kurt Price, uh, St. Louis Blues Radio, uh, Let's Go Blues Radio Hour. Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah. No, every every. Uh, it seems like Kelly's good for that. Uh, multiple times a year. Um, I know um, my girlfriend freaks out uh, every time it happens. And think, what are you doing, you moron? And you know, <laughs> I, you know, I I think it's it's just one of those things that you know he's he's just not a superstitious guy, and to to hell with the rest of us. So, well, and I it wouldn't surprise me if he's trolling Panger too. So. <laughs> that's a good point um every time every time somebody mentions shutout uh in a game the goalie has a shutout going i think of the time that we were playing in a game and i think it was keith had a sh- my brother had a shutout going and somebody on the bench i think it was me even that I, I actually broke the rule and i said shut out on the bench and i don't know if you heard it on the on the rink or what but we allowed a goal right after that and you came over and said, who said it? Who said it? You're all pissed off. Yep. Every time I every time I hear that, I think about that moment. I'm like, that was me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah, fault. Yeah. My bad, guys. 
Nope. Uh, as uh, you know, as part of the uh, the goaltending union, uh, I I should have laid down the law a little stronger than just calling you out. <laughs> I what are you gonna do? What's done is done. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah. So uh, Andrew Hammond put up uh, Jake Allen like numbers in this game, <laughs> stopping yeah. twenty four or thirty shots for an eight hundred save percentage in the game. Um, yeah. The yeah. Yeah, so not very good. Um, he was pretty pissed. He left the ice in a hurry, obviously, uh, rightfully so. But uh, Blues, uh, best all-around game of the year so far, maybe? I mean, it's Ottawa. I mean, they're a decent team. So, yay, yeah. nay? Yeah, I mean, Ottawa Ottawa's, you know, played us tight. Um, you know, they, they, they beat us when they came in here, um, if I recall correctly, which I'm not going to guarantee, given my cold, but um, no, it, 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 this was definitely one of the probably top, if not the best, it's definitely in the top three in overall performances. We had a really good game against Chicago earlier in the year. I mean, yeah. and I mean, so, I mean, I guess you could, the, the importance of a game against a team in your division is a little better than, uh, you know, team in the Eastern conference fans don't seem to care as much about, you know, playing well against an Eastern conference team, um, because it's an, it's not a four point game. But uh, no, they they played extremely well, and uh, what I loved about this game was that Allen looked like the guy he's supposed to be. He yeah. he, I mean, he didn't get lucky in this game. He was positionally sound. He uh, he looked like he was uh, tracking the puck very well, and he had a very good game. And it was and he's and he's played. I mean, I touched on earlier, he's. For whatever reason, he's played better since Yo took over. I'm not sure if it's going to be one of his streak uh, streaks that he goes on, where he'll regress in a game or two. But so I mean, he's played very well. So under Yo, he is oh, what is it? Uh, he is two and one under Yo, so it's three games with a 1.34 GAA and a 9.54 save percentage. So, right. granted, and that's that's the goaltending that we didn't have uh, that right. you know resulted in Hitchcock uh, being unemployed. <laughs> yeah, so so we can blame Allen for Hitchcock's firing. Thank um, you, Jake Allen. Hey, uh, I mean, one of the game, the game, one game was against Toronto, and uh, uh, another game was against um, uh, Philadelphia. So, no. I mean, not the the best of competition, and right. and the the stinker in there was Pittsburgh, which is a good team. Yeah. So yeah, and I mean, we we went into Pittsburgh and beat them there. Um, you know that was that was uh, another really good game for uh, Carter Hutton, um, and then you know came home and Pittsburgh man handled us uh, in our barn, um, but you know I the the goaltending seems to be coming around. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was. That's not to you. That's to ponder. I oh, like <laughs> I, I was trying to I was trying to see. Are you telling me I got cut off? No. Yet again. No, 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 no. I was uh, replying to Ponder's uh, text who said he was going to be on soon. His phone uh, died. And I said, I replied, oh, shit together. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I just, I was getting ready to whip my phone across the room. If I uh, got cut off again. So, uh, no, um, no, the goaltending, uh, you know, the, the numbers that, that she threw out there for Jake, you know, the last two games, um, you know, that, that 95 save percentage, that's huge. I mean, last week we were talking about how we we have the worst goaltending 
uh, safe percentage and goals against average in the league. And so, it, it, you know, it, it, ha- it was bound to turn around, and I think it's a combination of a, a renewed vigor on the uh, focus on back-checking and just the Blues playing very, you know, a, a very solid back-check and four-check game. Um, and it's also, I think, a little bit of renewed confidence, a little bit of renewed uh, focus from Jake. You know, having the one-on-one work with uh, Marty Berdour, um, you know that that seems to be paying dividends right now. Uh, like you said, you know, it's it's a little too early to say if this isn't just you know a streak and he's going to regress. But man, uh, that game in Ottawa was was beautiful uh, thing to behold, and I'm really looking forward to tomorrow night in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, he's had he's had streaks like this before, so I mean it's. Don't get too crazy, Blues fans. I mean, it's. I mean, this is a small sample size, but it is, it is nice to see. Uh, obviously, um, we'll take it, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, this is just him figuring it out and uh, being able to maintain his concentration and the Blues, uh, like like you said, Bill, to be able to uh, effectively back check and forecheck and do the do the simple things on the ice that you need to do. And uh, not coughing the puck up in your own zone like they, and making the these stupid mistakes that they uh, uh, were tend to be making when they were struggling. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I did want to, to point out you know, one guy that I think really still, you know, it needs to get his game turned around uh, is Jaden Schwartz. I think he's really been struggling lately, and um, especially his play in the defensive zone along the wall. He turns the puck over more often than not, and that is something that somebody's got to get with him and you know get him to to figure out better decisions with the puck. You know, we go back a couple weeks ago when you know he could have chipped it out, uh, fell down, turned the puck over. Um, I forget which game that was. It was over a month ago, probably now at this point. Uh, but then in the uh, the Philadelphia game, he had a couple turnovers along his left wing boards in the defensive zone. And at least once last night, he did it again. Um, you know, I, I think it's just a matter of time for him to come around. But that is a game. That is an area of the game that really, you know, I think the Blues overall have struggled over the last couple of years. Um, but he has he has he has one goal in his last twenty games. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's the other part to it. You know, when you you know you're when you're not scoring, you know, when, when you're supposed to be, you know, uh, at least a 20 goal guy and you go that long in between, you got to do the other things right. And, uh, he, he really, you know, he's a guy that gives a, gives us all every night, but the, the execution is just been lacking on, you know, pretty much all facets of his game lately. Yeah. He's and got, he's got he's 10 assists. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, he's he's one of the guys that he's a catalyst of the team. He he he's one of the guys and he needs to step up. Uh, he does have ten assists over the twenty games, so he's not like he's not producing at all. Um, but yeah, the one goal. I mean, you know, you 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 make money by scoring goals, and that's. I mean, he's he's here to to score some goals, and he's got one in his last twenty, and two in his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, two in his last twenty-seven. So that's awful. I mean, if you if you Pan that over a season. That's what four goals, not even three goals. 
So three and a half goals, whatever it is, it's terrible. So yeah. he's got and, to. Uh, and with Fabry, you know, being out now, you know, he is, he's one of our top two left wingers. And that's, you know, he's, you know, if he doesn't, uh, doesn't get it turned around, you know, <laughs> is it possible that he could be supplanted by, uh, uh, Scotty Upshaw or even Magnus Bjarvi. Oh, good Lord. I hope not. Oh my God. That makes me sick. Yeah. Um, he, you know, uh, uh, Schwartz is at his best when he is, you know, when he's, uh, uh, four checking like a madman and he's stealing the puck, uh, causing turnovers and, uh, creating scoring opportunities, uh, in the offensive zone. And he hasn't been doing that near enough lately. Right. No, he's been, <laughs> He's been back-checking uh, a little erratically, uh, turning the puck over in the defensive zone. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, I hate to hate to rag on one guy when the team, you know, overall has struggled up until the last four-game stretch. Um, but, yeah, he he definitely needs to, uh, to get something going. Uh, the Blues currently sit tied with Calgary. Uh, with 59 points, one point up on LA. Who are they tied with Calgary? I just thought I looked at it and there was, they were not. Let's see, they are, yes, tied with Calgary, 59 points, um, one up on LA, who is currently on the outside looking in in the wild card race. And the Blues are only one point behind Nashville for third place in the division, but the Preds do have one game in hand. So yeah, it's funny about the uh, the uh, Stasny and Tarasenko, uh, getting on the same line finally, uh, which, you know, uh, we've been kind of wanting and a lot of folk, a lot of, uh, uh, blues fans have been wanting this. Uh, did you see what JR tweeted today about, uh, when he asked Asney about it? Um, I, I saw the tease for that, but I didn't see the, uh, the actual, what was said. Uh, JR tweeted today. Uh, I'll be writing about the Steen Stasny Tarasenko line for Thursday's post dispatch. Word was Stasny Tarasenko didn't mesh. So I asked Stasny about that. Stasny said, I don't know. He's only played with Yori. So <laughs> it's almost kind of like a dig that, uh, I don't know. I am played with him that much. Right. So we don't, we don't know if we've, it, which it was the whole thing. So I'm like, zing. Thank you. He had, yeah. and that's, 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 ex- I love that. That, that, that just, just, just validifies. Is that a word? Validify? Validates. Validates. I like validify. It validifies. (laughs) (laughs) It validifies uh, what a lot of fans, us included, have been saying. Put Stasny on Tarasenko's line for an extended period of time and see how it works. Right. You know, the the only other time I can remember it happening was earlier this year when we were in Boston. They looked great together. Back-to-back games in uh, Washington the next night. They're broken up. Uh, we lose. So uh, I, for whatever it was, whatever reason it was, and, you know, it's great that JR's going to write about this tomorrow, but why the hell couldn't he have pushed Hitch on this? Why Why can't JR be our Jake Tapper? <laughs> um, because he wants to keep his job as Blues beat writer. He wants to actually have access to the Blues and the locker room and to retain know, his press we've... credentials. We've covered it. We've covered it ad nauseum in the past. Yeah, Jeff Ponder. Jeff Ponder, who had press credentials for a while, um, has made it known that if you 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 really have to uh, ask friendly questions, 
You can't be confrontational. You can't ask uh, controversial questions. Um, you you have to try and paint the organization in a, in a good light. So it's like, what's the point of even being a, I mean, so that makes me really question, and that's why I love talking on this show and I love getting feedback from people who actually don't have press credentials so they can actually say what they think. Because if you have press creds, then it's almost like, oh, well, you're not really getting the full story because they want to keep their 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 uh, credentials for the games. The Blues will take them back if they actually sound off on somebody. And, and you know, I guess, you know, that's that's their right, but I would say it's not I agree. Right. And um, every, you know, every, every, every team does but, it. It, it. Well, I... Every team in a small market, you know, that that has a small media populace. I mean, you get a place like Toronto, Montreal, New York, you know, the press can ask whatever they want because there's a ton of them. Um, but in St. Louis, you know, there, there are plenty of great guys covering the Blues. Um, but yeah, I, Did, I, I guess that we've we've come to expect it. But uh, I have I, I have I have opened my second beer. The uh, I went with the uh, Samuel Smiths. Organic chocolate stout. Nice. That's beer number two, which I enjoy. Nice. I think I've I've done this before on the show. I, I like this beer. Um, did you see Brian Hotch? Hot, is it Hockman or Hotchman uh, for the Post Dispatch uh, uh, for uh, STL today? Ben Hockman. Brent Ben? Is it Ben? ben. Two okay. Bens, right? Ben. I thought it was okay. Whatever, Mister Hockman. Uh, I mean, this was a it was a very short little article uh, thing that he wrote. And uh, it was on STL today about Jake Allen, possibly turning the corner, being the guy we wanted him to be. Um, but this kind of this quote, maybe I'm being too picky about it, but it rubbed me the wrong way because it almost it almost like validifies <laughs> my stance on and our stance and everyone's stance on on how uh, sports writers in this town just don't no hockey and maybe i mean nitpicky but it stood out to me and it, and it annoyed me so i'm gonna talk about it uh he i quote brian hockman or ben hockman whoever it is uh <laughs> uh it's a quote from the uh stl today uh the blues were up six to nothing with 60 seconds left this thing was over like up by 25 in the third quarter over wait bad example still ottawa had a last gasp scoring chance within the final minute tuesday so the Blues' Robert, Robert Bertuzzo sacrificed his body and blocked the shot up 6 to nothing. And you know what? It was possibly the biggest play of the game. In this regard, it symbolized the team-first Blues of late. He wanted to preserve a shutout for his goalie. And so Jake Allen finished the night facing 30 shots, not 31, and Jake stopped them all. That, the, okay, so the, anybody who has played hockey understands that if your goalie has a shutout, even in a blowout, late in the game, you're killing yourself to save that shutout for the guy. It's not. It's not news. It's not like extraordinary, uh, out of the ordinary stuff for a team to do this. It's not. Oh, this team is finally gelling. They're killing themselves to save a shutout in a, in a blowout game. No, that's kind of the way games work. That's how it always is. If your goalie has a shutout, the players want the goalie to get the shutout. That's in every team. The good teams, bad teams, that's the way it works. It's not an anomaly. It's not something rare for this team or any team. It's just the way it works. I mean, in beer leagues, same thing. It just, I, I, that that little blurb, you're like, oh, okay, don't make a big deal about it because that's expected. That's just, that's what, team, that's what everybody does. 
Would would yeah. you say that's the case, Bill, being a goalie? Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I think the, you know, he, he's kind of, given the context of where the team is right now and Jake's struggles, you know, I, I think, it, you know, he's trying to leave a little bit uh, unsaid, um, assuming that, you know, it's the, the team, you know, not just Jake, but the team is banding together, um, you know, after Jake has been called out for struggling. Mm-hmm. Um See, I, I think I think that's him searching. I, he's reaching for that kind of a, a that kind of a tie-in with that play. With that play, I'm not saying the team's not 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 bonding, but that play to me doesn't yeah. define that 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 uh, analogy of that. I, I don't I don't think so at all. I but just because just because that kind of thing happens all the time. I, that's just me. Maybe. Yeah. Um, before we move on to the next game, I think, and maybe you talked about this uh, while it was the uh, one-man show, um, but how about Kenny Agostino? Oh, yeah. The guy has looked just fantastic since he's gotten called up. Um, I mean, just he, his, he's got, looks like he's got great hands and, you know, he, he's able to do stuff in tight places um, that uh, on the NHL ice rig, uh, it sounded weird. After I thought about it there for a Just second. Few things in tight places. Yeah. Bump chicken. Yeah. Wah, wah. Yeah. So no, he's he is he's looked great. He's he's contributed. You know, he's he's gotten you know twelve minutes forty six seconds last night after playing fourteen ten in Philly. So, you know, for I I you know, maybe it's the uh you know the the Fabry injury creating a, a deep enough roster hole to require it. But I don't think that happens under Hitchcock. I think Barbashev gets those minutes because he's been here longer. Um, but credit to Mike Yo for for realizing the guys come up and played well. Um, you know, and it's he's he has he's looked very solid. And uh, yeah, he's he's definitely looks like he's making the most of this call up. You know, in the not- AHL when he came up, and it's it's you know hopefully it translates. You know, and it's not just uh, not just his his uh, poise with the puck and his decision making with the puck. I'm watching him away from the puck, and his instincts seem seem good. I mean, he's very he's a he's a, uh, a dynamic skater. Uh, he skates with a purpose. Like he has, like he knows what he's doing out there. You know what I mean? It's yeah. I'm watching him away from the puck, and he's got a he's got a plan in mind. It's, it's and he's and he's aggressive with it, and I like that. Um, watching players like Yakupov who are, are are fine in the offensive zone, but you get him in the neutral zone, defensive zone. He's kind of like you know not sure where he's going. Sometimes it's kind of scary to watch, but yeah. um, but right. Agostino he looks he I, I like the way he looks away from the puck, which is which is uh which is a great sign. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. He's he's uh, you know brought uh, brought energy to, uh, to pretty much every shift I've seen him play, and you know he's he's gelling right now. Keep him here. I love his I loved his shot selection on his breakaway too. Yeah, trying to go yep. for love. Yep, not uh, not trying to make a move, getting too right. close. He was decisive and he took advantage. And uh, Neuvirth almost got it, but uh, he. Uh, off of his uh, what the crook of his arm? Yep. So, 
Uh, good on him. Congratulations to him on his first NHL goal. He was very excited. Second, it was, second NHL second, goal. Second, uh, first with the Blues. First with the Blues. Yeah, Sorry. Right. Yeah. So, um, next up for the Blues is uh, a matchup in Toronto, 6.30 tomorrow night. Uh, I would assume Allen is back in net, wouldn't you, Bill? I mean... Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it wouldn't be the end of the world if it was Hutton, but if Jake's going to be the number one guy, you got to go back with him, I think. And I think after a 6 to nothing win, if there are any lineup changes, Yo needs to be tarred and feathered at center ice <laughs> because why would you make any changes whatsoever after the way they played? I don't, I don't, I wouldn't get that. Well, yeah, barring injury, yeah. Yes. I, I think you're right. Um, it's time for social media fails, <laughs> which we love to do. And if anybody yeah. would like to take on Bill and trivia later, uh, after we do this bit, uh, go ahead and, uh, go to let's go blues.com slash radio and click on the, uh, link to join us live on the air. You can win a blue note sports bar and grill, uh, laser engraved beer mug. Like I'm holding up to the camera right here. Uh, of course you would not get the beer inside. But uh, and if you're under 21, you could use it for root beer. But uh, speaking of the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill, they're open now, and we'll be doing a show live from there in the near future. So look for that. Uh, located in Maryland Heights, by the way. Um, so <laughs> I <laughs> the the image I posted on uh, in our our show notes. Uh, it has a, a picture of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Luke Skywalker, and C-3PO and the, the text is move along, you will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy we must be cautious and this is of course the blues social media fails <laughs> so it's appropriate <laughs> very nicely done thank you, thank you <laughs> okay, so uh, the first up uh, have you read through these Bill, do you want to read some? Um, I read through them before um I will take the uh, response to your post. Okay. All right. Uh, so the first up, uh, the first few, uh, first couple are going to be from the St. Louis Blues Lounge, which is a Facebook group that uh, if you're not a member of, you should be. It's entertaining. <laughs> For the wrong reasons, I guess. Uh, first up, uh, can someone please explain to me why people aren't more pissed off that your Laterra, five goals, nine assists, uh, at the time, continues to play top six minutes for the Blues? He doesn't win faceoffs. He takes dumb penalties. He can't pass all that well. Doesn't shoot particularly well. I don't get it. He wouldn't get any other NHL team's top nine, and he continues to play in the top six. I don't get it whatsoever. Anyone have a defense for this argument? Discuss, please. What I what I would love to have responded with would be his comment was why aren't more people pissed off that Laterra continues to play top six minutes? Who's not upset about this? It's like he's the only guy that recognizes that Laterra shouldn't be playing top six minutes. I think every Blues fan in the world realizes that Laterra should not be playing top six minutes. Am I wrong? <laughs> I don't know. That's well, a weird I, comment. I, I, well, I think Kurt, I think what this was was a missed opportunity to rescue a sane person from the lounge. Oh, well, maybe he's not aware of the. I, although this this person obviously is out of touch with with Blues fans in general, because I think if you were to take a poll 
uh, about should Laterra get top top six minutes, I I would guess ninety percent would say nope, they should not because he is not producing, and he's slow, and he's bad in traffic, and when applied pressure to. <laughs> the only time he is effective is when he has wide open space. So, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, even then, he's, you know, at this point, goaltenders know, you know, if, if the guy gets a breakaway, um, he's going to try to go to the back end and slip between your yeah, legs. Exactly, right. I was going to say that. Every time. Pretty it might, it, I mean, if you know what's coming, it's not going to work. Uh, okay, uh, next comment. Uh, from Also from the St. Louis Blues Lounge. You can add any three players in the NHL to your to our starting lineup, but you must give up three current Blues. Who do you bring in? Sidney Crosby, Connor <laughs> McDavid, and <laughs> Carey Price. I'm like, what the hell kind of question? Okay, so you're telling me. Let me get this straight. I must give up three Blues players in exchange for the three what I think are the best players in the NHL that I will more than likely pick. No. Okay, if I must, if I must give up three Blues players for in exchange for the three best players in the NHL, okay. Um, that was a I'm weird... Give, I'm giving up Yori Laterra, Jay Bobeester, and Magnus Piarvi. Exactly, right? I think everybody would. Um, which is sad because no one is on the fourth line. That's You would think that, oh, I'll give up our fourth line because obviously they're the worst players. No, not really because... Latera's Lettera, Latera, Lettera. I was on the Pucknology podcast uh, two nights ago, and uh, the guy, uh, the guy, uh, we're talking about Latera, and, and he got, he starts talking uh, saying Lettera. I'm like, oh hell, I yeah, I pronounce it wrong. I pronounce it wrong. <laughs> we all do. You, you pronounce it right, sir. Good for you in San Jose. You're you're pronouncing uh, Latera's name correctly. I I it sounds weird to me. It sounds forced. I can't do it. It's a habit. So I say Latera. But the Blues announcers do too. Everyone does. But uh, I don't know why no one pronounces it correctly. But it's just the way it is. Um, Okay. So from the Blues official Facebook page. Is this the one you wanted? This is the one I wanted. Okay. Obviously, you know nothing about the position of goal tending. Two words. Elliot played on 100 plus point teams every year. That is why his stats in St. Louis were so much better than one would think. It is funny how the Allen haters, sir, use stats only when it favors their hero, Elliot. Elliot had one, all caps, great playoff series in five years with the Blues and gave away the series against the Sharks with poor goal tending to the point. <laughs> That he was benched in the Sharks series. <clears throat> yeah, that was that was that was in response to a, a post I made about Elliot uh, being you know, about Elliot. You know, uh, we've talked about in the show about Elliot wishing he was not traded for what we got for him, and uh, rather he still be here. Yada yada, um, which we covered it at length. <clears throat> so, yeah, it, it, was, it was funny when I am told. I know nothing about goaltending by someone who obviously wouldn't be able to analyze a rectal thermometer after being removed from his mouth. (laughs) Uh, I, I, 
you know, um, first off, Elliot was never really given a chance to be the guy in the playoffs, except for last season. I mean, he took over for a, a hurt Halak. He took over. I mean, he, uh, he was replaced by Miller. Oh. Was was the guy at one time. He did. He was given the majority of the starts. Uh, didn't play what uh, against LA. Didn't play poorly at all. Had the bad goal against. Uh, the, we lost two to one or one nothing. What the score was, was in that it, game? The Dustin Penner buzzer beater. He, yeah, that we were playing poker and yeah, watched, it. and we like, and I and I yeah. so I thought really at the time said that oh well we're going to score to to win the game anyway. I think it was one nothing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was one nothing. Yeah, but so, yeah, it's a deflection off Jackman. It, still, really, it was blue line stuff. It should have stopped it. Right. It. I mean it. It's another one of those like the Eisenman goal that uh, defines the Blues, right? Yeah, my, can't my, get my, over the hump. My my point with with Elliot is this: is that, and it, it always shuts people up. It's so funny, is that uh, anybody who's like this? Oh, Elliot's not a number one. He he he's only had one good playoff run. It's like, hey, not paying attention for the past five years. Um, and the stat that I love to trot out during his time here. Get the best goals against average and the best save percentage in the NHL, better than right. anyone during his entire Those. five-year run here. <clears throat> so you can't you can't argue that you can't you can't argue that he did everything that was needed to do to be given the number one, and they wouldn't give it to him. So he requested a trade, and he was traded, and that's that. Yeah, and now we're fighting him for playoff positioning. So, <laughs> exactly. how great is that? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, to this guy, this guy's point, saying that he played on 100 plus point teams every year, he was a reason. He, he was the he was one of the reasons for that. I mean, if it weren't for the you know the, the great goaltending that we got, you know, this, yeah, I mean, yeah, this team we've had some subtractions off it. I, know with Bacchus and Brower we've covered that at length but come on to, to say that Brian Elliott was not a huge contributor to those 100 point seasons and you're deluded he came in he saved the day last season uh, I mean the Blues had a very good year but he I mean he was he was the guy down the stretch he had a fantastic and, and it was so mind-boggling to me at the end of the season that there was discussion who's going to be the guy in the playoffs like, are you kidding me it's yeah, Elliot. Yeah. It's got. I remember the discussion at the time. I'm like, what is going on here, Elliot? Why? I don't. I don't blame him in the least for wanting a trade, for how he was just never the confidence in him being a number one, and letting him run with it. It was never given to him fully, seemingly. So, I don't blame him for asking a trade whatsoever. Ah, anyway. So on to the the next one from the Blues official Facebook page. So we're, we're picking on somebody else besides the St. Louis Blues Lounge for a change. Um, At least we think. We don't know. These might be loungers coming out in public. That's a very good point. <laughs> uh, okay. Did the Blues set any kind of record with two back-to-back shutouts with two different goalies? Seems pretty remote if that happens. This literally happened last year. <laughs> and has happened a few times when Elliot was here and uh, Halak and you know their back-to-back shutouts or, or Elliot now and last year. So, uh, yes, it is not that rare of a thing to have back-to-back shutouts with different goalies. Happens yeah. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but the term combined mm-hmm. shutout streak um, <laughs> is part of the lexicon, right? Yep, yep. It's uh, yep. Which you know, I mean, that 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 comment just strikes me as a as a person who's a fairly new fan, which is easy to pick on because they asked what seems to be for people who are in the know silly questions. So, but. Still, yeah, and the uh, the Wild have tied it. It's gone to overtime. I just saw that. When did they tie it? How how late in the game? Because it was like it, it, it was late. It was uh, last uh, last minute. I saw Mark Lazarus tweeted and just as I got my first edition story done. <laughs> um, and it looks like a couple of controversial uh, things there. Um, Stall set a pick, and uh, it was uh, reviewed for offsides. You know, it, it always sucks when the team's ahead of you. Uh, go to overtime. Yeah, fantastic. Well, yeah, like we were talking before the show. That I, at this point, the Blues aren't going to catch the Hawks or the Wild. It's uh, it's the Preds and the Flames and the Sharks that we have to worry about, and the Jets. Yeah. Um. So the second to the last comment we have, I think second last is that second last? Yeah. Or no, we have a few more. Uh, now this is the way to play a hockey game. I like, even though they are ahead, they don't sit back and play dump dump hockey and hope the defense wins the game like someone else did. Let's go Blues. Let's go Blue. That's what they said. So Let's, let's go yeah. Blue. Now, this is the way to play a hockey game. You know, I, you know, not not dump and chase, not to, not play dump hockey. And why did I say this was a, a goof? That's not too bad. They don't no, like dump and chase. That's fine. That's not that bad of a comment. Yeah, well, it's, it, it could have been a, a little better written, yeah. but yeah, that, that, that's no, not so it's, bad. It's, it's that's not good, so bad. You, you, you get the guys, get the guys drift now. <laughs> it's not so bad. You know, I'll give him credit. I'm not going to make fun of him because that was, uh, or her, that wasn't too bad. Um, okay, so there was a there was a discussion in the uh, on one of the Blues official Facebook. Uh, posts about the jerseys, the concept jerseys that were uh, posted in the note by note book that was released back in the late nine or the early two thousands. I guess it was late nineties. What it was? Yeah, uh, twenty five years or no thirty years? I don't know what it was. Anyway, there's a bunch of concept jerseys. They were just drawings. I don't. None of them came to fruition. Um, but it was funny to see that someone posted uh, all of them. There's like four of them. And uh, uh, one guy said, uh, don't ever change the note. Hell, I'd be good with rolling back to the, to the 19, 1990s version full time. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> you just said, don't ever change the note. Then you said, well, I'd be good rolling back to the 1990 version as well. So that's a different version of the notes, rounded corners and whatnot. It's, it's kind of funny that that nice contradiction there. You just yeah, <laughs> you and get any worse. and there was there were multiple versions of it. And the clown jerseys were the nineties. You know, oh, God. Yeah. if late nineties, if, if yeah, if you advocate going back to those, oh god, the Holland Eric's the Holland. I can't talk now. Um, the Holland Oats era jerseys are, you know, oh, yeah, those those would be awesome. I I have an original uh, one of those in my closet, and I love it. Yeah, but uh, those those are you know that might be my favorite, not because it's the best, just because of nostalgic reasons, and uh, that's I like it. But um, 
so <laughs> and so this the, the conversation the conversation goes on here <laughs> um, the pink one is pretty nice yeah there's no pink one there's no pink one it's it's I don't, i'm not sure what they're talking about there's no i mean there's a there's a white one there's a blue one and there's no pink there's 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 a bit of i don't know maybe maybe this is magenta. like magenta yeah maybe it's like that uh that dress um different people see different things uh but the uh the yeah the, there's one that has has a lot more uh reddish hue to it i, I wouldn't go so far as to call it pink there's or one birdie. there's one that has red stripes and it's yeah it ain't pink it's more it's more magenta but anyway that was kind of funny and and another comment was these actually look pretty cool has more character to them than the ones they have now <laughs> yikes um you and I have different definitions of the word character. Uh, this, yes. these, these do not have. I mean, th- these look like minor league jerseys or beer league jerseys. They don't look like NHL jerseys at all. So they're very. If those of you that have the note by notebook, uh, they're in there, and I'm sure they're online somewhere. The concept jerseys from the uh, early '90s. So yeah, before Keenan took over. Yeah. Uh, and uh, a response to the previous comment was uh, I was beginning to think I was the only one who thought they were really neat too so <laughs> and I, I wanted to respond you are not the only one who feels that way there is one more and you have found each other congratulations they're not awful awful jerseys but they're if you compare yeah. them against what they have now they're just right. not even close there are a reason why they didn't see uh, right. any didn't didn't see the light of reality. Right. And I can say, I can say this with confidence because I'm a graphic designer. I like to think I have an eye for that kind of a thing. So I can say I might be wrong with some level of confidence, I guess about this stuff. Anyhow, um, we have no listeners to join us for the blue note sports bar and grill trivia shootout. So we may have to save it unless you want to just answer them, bill. But we can save it till next week if you want. Uh, I'll just answer him. Okay. I will pull it up. I then. want you to. I. I don't want your your hard work to to get wasted, and you know, then we don't get to it next week. So. Okay. I think there's a. This is a. This is. There's a couple of hard questions in here. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna be very impressed if you can get all five. All right. But we'll see. Okay. Uh, so the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill Trivia Shootout, sponsored by the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill, uh, is now open in Maryland Heights, Missouri. So go check them out. Um, in uh, question number one, Bill, in Brett Hall's 86 goal season, none of his goals were empty net goals. How many of Wayne Gretzky's goals in his 92 goal season were empty net goals? A seven, B nine, C eleven. Oh, um, I'm gonna go with eleven. Let's see. Okay. Question number two: What number did Nelson Emerson wear in his first season with the Blues? A seven, B fourteen, C thirty-two. Um, it was. I'm gonna go with thirty-two. And uh, it, it was uh, interesting seeing uh, Nelly uh, 
uh, on TV this week uh, during the uh, the Bob Plager thing. So, welcome back to St. Louis. Welcome back, Emerson. Yeah, it was For cool. I, I I enjoyed him as a player. He was yeah. a I he was a fan favorite, and it was sad to see him go to Winnipeg. I think it was or who did he go? Um, I believe you were correct. Yeah. Question three. Which Blues captain had the most penalties of minutes in one season? A. Brian Sutter. B. Chris Pronger. C. Barkley Plager. Mm, I'm going to have to go with Bark. So three seasons in a row for Bill. Question four. This is true or false? A first for the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill trivia shootout. True or false? The Blues have won more games in their current building, Scott Trade Center, than at the St. Louis Arena. True or false? A, true, B, false. One more games? One more games in their current building, which is Kiel Center, Scott Trade, you know, name be damned, uh, than the St. Louis Arena building. I'm going to say true. So you're saying they have won more games in Scott Trade than the Arena. Okay, so that's A. Yes. Okay. Uh, question five. Who was born the farthest away from Scott Trade Center? This is this is gonna be a bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. A. Noel Picard. B. Bobby Plager. C. Al Arbor. <laughs> Oof. Um. That's a 1967 question for you. Yeah. Um. I don't. The thing is, I don't know where Al Arbor was born um picard was a uh, was quebecois um and barkley plager uh was northern ontario uh i'm gonna go with picard all right go a and uh bonus question question six who did the blues trade away to get darren kimball a tony twist b Mario Merwa, C. Michelle Manjo. Uh, it was Tony Twist. Okay. All right. Uh, question one. Uh, in Brett Hall's 86 goal season, none of his goals were empty net goals. How many of Wayne Gretzky's goals in his 92 goal season were empty net goals? You said C. The answer was C. You're correct. That is uh, 11 goals in the respective seasons with goalies in the net. Hall had 86 goals, while Gretzky had 81. So you can make an argument that Hall had the best goals for season in the NHL because shooting on an empty net, we all know not the same as with a goalie in net. So. Yeah. And, you know, I guess eh, I mean, it, it was early it was early 90s when he got uh, 86, right? So goaltending was starting to get better at that point, but still pretty shitty. Well, it was interesting reading the article from the paper in those days um, that uh, the STL Blues History uh, Twitter account posted. And that Hall, you know, I don't remember this, but Hall uh, in the paper said he was upset that uh, he wasn't getting more ice time when... Uh, the in empty net situations. I always thought he just didn't care to score. I thought it was a cheap goal. 
but he uh, he was kind of upset that he wasn't given ice time when there was empty net. And so over time, when he actually did get ice time, when there was a, a open net, he wouldn't shoot out of protest for not being played before. I didn't realize that was the way it went down. I just thought he was just not wanting to shoot on empty net because it was a cheap goal. Um, question two. What number did Nelson Emerson wear in his first season with the Blues? You said C. The answer was C, 32. Which, if I hadn't looked that up, I wouldn't have known. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, uh, I have vague recollection of, uh, of him wearing a double-digit number. And it wasn't 14. Okay. I threw in 14 to throw you off. Yeah. Um, I guess the Hawks won. They're interviewing Taves. Yeah, Taves. Taves tapes one in overtime. Fantastic. Yeah, Ryan's Ryan Suter took a penalty, and uh, yeah. Uh, question three: Which Blues captain had the most penalties and minutes in one season? Uh, Brian Sutter, Chris Pronger, or Barkley Plager? You said C. Barkley Plager. The answer was A. Brian Sutter. Mm. Brian Sutter had 254 minutes in penalties. In 82-83, he also had 46 goals and 30 assists that year. That was a fantastic, badass year for him. Uh, Barkley Plager uh, had 172 minutes in 70-71. That was his high-water mark. And Chris Pronger had 180 in 97-98, his first year with the Blues. When he got criticized for taking way too many penalties. Uh, Question four. True or false? The Blues have won more games in their current building, Scott Trade Center, than the, the St. Louis Arena. You said true. The answer is false. The arena has 559 wins, 559. Scott Trade has 470. Hmm. So they were they were at uh, the old arena for 25 years, right? 20, 60, yeah. 67 to 96, was it? So 20, so 20, 29 years. Yeah. Great. Right. Uh, they've only yes. been here for 25 years. So, yep. So that they. Sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Uh, who was question five? Who was born the farthest away from Scott Trade Center? Uh, Noel Picard, Bar- Bobby Plager, or Al Arbor? You said a Noel Picard. Uh, Noel Picard was born in Montreal, Quebec, 1,087 miles away from Scott Trade. Al Arbor. Answer C was born in Sudbury, Ontario, which you were correct on. Uh, 935 miles from Scott Trade. Bobby Plager, Kirkland Lake, Ontario, 1,101 miles. Yeah. So he takes it by, what, 14 miles? Yeah, it's way up north. <laughs> 14 way miles over Nova Card. That was tough. I yeah. mean, 14 miles. How are you going to know that? Yeah. Well, I, I couldn't recall if Noel was from Montreal proper or if he, he was, you know, up from the Quebec City area. So, oh well. And question six, the bonus: Who did the Blues trade away to get Kieran Darren Kimball? The answer is Tony Twist. You are correct. A. Also traded Herb Ragland and Andy Reisma. Reisma. Uh, Twist was a minor leaguer at the time of the trade. And did we uh, did we get back Mario Merwa in that trade? Mm, that trade, no. I think it was just Twist for uh, Merwa was on the team at the time, so he okay. was here. Yeah, he was here already. One so you five. did. You got three out of six. Yeah, P- pretty good for a tough, tough uh, batch of questions. Yeah, yeah. Well, we would have had a challenger. I, I think I would have been in tough tonight, even on coin tosses. Yeah, maybe. If Ponder had showed up, 
could have gone head to head with Ponder. Yeah, yeah. Well, his phone died. I'm gonna say that the the uh, again, I I knew this already, but the Samuel Smith chocolate uh, organic chocolate stout is just flat out good. It's a good chocolate stout. Mm. It's a lot uh, more chocolatey than uh, a lot of chocolate stouts you taste. Yeah, I will. Uh, let the pick one up. Let less coffee, more chocolate. So it's good. Very smooth. Easy to drink. Okay. Um, any tweets we didn't get to during the show? Do we have any going on here? Uh, I didn't see anybody tweeting at us. We're we're an unpopular show tonight. Yeah. Well, we had a rough start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would I wouldn't have stuck with us if I wasn't on here. <laughs> um. So listeners can uh, find you, Bill, at Billy Blue Note on Twitter. And they can find me at Kurt Price on Twitter. And they can find the show at LGB Radio on Twitter. Um, also, I have an announcement to make that uh, I'll be resuming my guest role on the mole hole on KFNS. That's AM 590 in St. Louis uh, on this Friday in two days. So um, uh, Friday morning, 6.20 to 6.40 a.m. I'll be talking blues hockey with Randy Molman and uh, bitching, complaining, praising, whatever is necessary as far as the blues are concerned. Um, so that'll be on Friday, starting Friday, every Friday, I think, uh, from 6.20 to 6.40 a.m. A.m. KFNS 590. Very cool. Yeah, that's fun. It was fun last year when I did it. Uh at the you know the the last quarter of the season or so, and I uh, expect the same. It's a good time. It's always fun talking hockey. Um, so that'll do it for this week's episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. Uh, don't forget to check out the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill at, located in Maryland Heights, Missouri. Um, it's a fantastic uh, blues themed bar, uh, better than any blues uh, fan cave you want to see. It's it's fantastic. Uh, So for Bill Day and the MIA Jeff Ponder, I'm Kurt Price. That will conclude this week's broadcast of Let's Go Blues Radio. Until next time, everyone, let's go blues. Let's go blues. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. (laughs) St. Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friends.